Welcome to Pencils Down, a Finalis podcast. This is a show for listeners wanting to learn more about the ins and outs of the private securities brokerage landscape. Each episode will feature insightful conversations with the world's leading investment bankers, placement agents, capital providers, startup CEOs, and more. And with that, let's get into the show. All right, we are on here with Marty Teven from Sheehan Finance. Marty, it is a pleasure to have you on here on the Pencils Down podcast. Thank you, Fed. I've been uh, looking forward to this. Likewise. So I thought I'd kick things off uh, simply by asking you to share a little bit about your background. I always find it fascinating to hear, you know, what was the story arc that ultimately led you to launch your own platform, which is Sheehan Finance? Yep. Well, um, I would say, you know, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of talented people and uh, some mentors over the years. And, you know, I'm not going to date myself, but I've been in the markets for uh, three decades. My career started in the sort of boutique model, value add, capital light, sales and trading, you know, and figuring out how to add value to the client base. I started in mortgages. I moved to high yield, U.S. high yield. And, you know, you learn a lot in that model. Um, not having the capital to lead with. And I think it was a great way to learn. Uh, I then moved on. I went to um, to London at the start of the uh, very early days of the European high yield market. I was with ING and uh, starting their uh, leverage finance uh, platform in Europe. And uh, that was where I got into more of the heavy market making. I came back, uh, got into the you know capital intensive you know, portfolio management, and over the last ten years, I've kind of come full circle back to the value add model, and um, obviously with all the you know dynamics taking place um, with the investment banking world, there's been a fair amount of of, of, of migration, and quite frankly, you know this is uh, I, I've been quite happy since I've gotten on your platform, and so just to uh... Dive in a little bit more on this notion of, you know, kind of a, a migration. You know, are you referring specifically to a migration capital markets professionals such as yourself that choose to launch your own independent boutique? Yes. I mean, I think um, if you look at the the broad landscape, you know, number of the larger firms, there continues to be upheaval and change. And, you know, as I've experienced at the larger firms, not only do you have to do well? Your group has to do well. Uh, your division has to do well. Your uh, firm has to do well. Uh, and so those have to be aligned in order to get paid appropriately. Moving to the entrepreneurial uh, model that we have, um, there's no, there's no, there, there's no corporate, you know, sort of meetings and all that go, that goes into working for a big bank, and the payouts very straight up. And, you know, this finalis, quite frankly, I'm very happy to, to uh, be on this platform, which enables business uh, and provides all the infrastructure rather than having to, you know, work through the layers uh, at a larger institution. You know, what's interesting, I was, I was having a conversation with Damien Entrekin, our head of product yesterday on this, but the model has kind of gotten inverted over the last several decades where it used to be that people worked for organizations. But now the model has gotten inverted where it's not necessarily that organizations are necessarily filled with people, but people have an organization 
that serves them, right? Right. And so, and that inversion is a direct consequence of technology where it's easier than ever before to launch a website, to host a conference call on Zoom and run your business now with enabling platforms like Finalis on the basis of um, your own brand equity in the marketplace where you're exercising your own brand and you're doing business the way you want to do business and not you're not necessarily hamstrung by a larger corporation and all of the politics that that comes along with that. I would completely agree. Um, you know, having worked at you know some big firms, UBS, Goldman Sachs, et cetera, um, at at those points it felt like yes, you're your own person, uh, but you're part of a much bigger uh, brand and platform, and it does kind of matter, you know, what it says on your business card, right? Whereas here, and and in this model, the entrepreneurial model, you know, it's it's very open as to how you want to, you know, run your business and, um, and go about, um, you know, winning new business. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting. Of course, there's, there's obviously pros and cons and we might get into that a little bit in the sense that, you know, obviously the brand equity of an ING, which has been around for a few hundred years is going to vary for, uh, significantly from the brand equity that you yourself might exercise on the basis of your own relationships. I just maybe just wanted to spend a minute on that. What has your experience been making that transition as it relates to leveraging a brand of a large bulge bracket, right? Um, in the case of an ING versus having to exercise your own brand equity in the market? I, I think it's, um, you know, it's been quite interesting. I, you know, obviously ING at the time in Europe, they were trying to build out a global investment bank uh, they they pulled the plug on that, you know, a year and a half into a three year plan. In essence, you know, that's where you know my relationship started, and um, you know, I, I've always been, you know, client facing, regardless of whether it's sales and trading or now in a capital markets and corporate advisory and and um, fundraising role. But that's you know, you are your reputation, and uh, as we've seen over time, you know, that reputation is at risk with one bad move, and um, and so. Yes, it's definitely the case. Um, you know, taking that that all that goodwill that you've brought up uh, over the years and and working you know to the best of of my ability on the client's behalf that you know is translates into what I'm doing today. Excellent. Yeah, and what's interesting there as well that I would I would be very curious to get your thoughts is when you make a transition like this, you know, you're not you're not necessarily sitting at a desk at a large bulge bracket where that bulge bracket in many ways is a bulwark facing kind of all of the tides of change that are happening in the economy and in the broader you know economic or political landscape. And over this period of time, over the last two years since you launched Shein Finance, you've seen effectively a very interesting period in the global capital markets. I'd just be curious to get your perspective on all of the changes that you've seen take place in the global capital market since you launched the platform and how has it impacted you and your business? Clearly, there's been a lot of change, uh, starting with, you know, we had COVID, uh, which came out of the blue, caught everyone by surprise. You know, obviously that led into work from home, um, which, you know, quite frankly, I, I've been, I, I was surprised about how um, a lot of these uh, roles, such as sales trading on the equity side, that they could actually translate, you know, to working from home. You know, I think a lot of organizations were able to be fairly nimble um, and, and adjust quickly. Last spring, we've had the Ukraine conflict. Um, 
and then that led right into the um, fintech, um, you know, sort of problems. Which uh, so it's it's been very interesting. I think you know um, I like dislocation, um, which is you know leads to volatility, and uh, and which ultimately leads to opportunity. And markets have become quite um, more real, you know, more subjective um, in a lot of cases, um, in a lot of asset classes. So there's clearly this brings a lot of opportunity. And how has that? How have you seen those opportunities become manifest within the context of Shein Finance? You know, I, I think the key is for for a lot of, uh, and obviously the the fund management business has been changing and evolving very quickly. Um, you know, you have these big private equity platforms that are, you know, rolling into you know, into significant, putting significant resources and gathering assets such as uh, private credit. And the issue uh, historically has been for a lot of these big funds has been sourcing and sourcing, you know, is, is very difficult. It's competitive. And, you know, a lot of these hedge funds and, and opportunity funds uh, have hired their own internal sourcers. So I think the beauty of, of this model is that and the collaboration that um, that Finalis presents, you know, if I bring a deal to my key clients and it's not heavily shopped, it's not um, and it's quality deal. Obviously, I'm very selective on, wh- on what I'm going to show my clients and what I'm going to spend my time on. But um you know, sourcing is a is historically a big problem. I think this this model solves solves a lot of those issues, and it's a win for myself. It's a win for the client, and obviously for Finalis. Makes a ton of sense, and I love to hear that. Obviously, because it's a strong validation of the the journey that we've been on since launching the platform. To dive a little deeper into Shein Finance in particular, I was curious to get your perspective on the thesis that you were chasing in the context of of launching your own platform, whether it was an industry thesis, we were talking about the winds of change a little earlier. I'm curious just to hear your perspective on the opportunities that that you saw that you and she and finance were uniquely situated to capitalize on. Uh, number one, as I mentioned, I've always been client focused. So I, I've you know been trying to and what ultimately led me to, to to the formation was that trying to optimize those relationships that I've built, you know, and all the goodwill that I've built over the last 10, 20 years. And so a lot of the relationships date back to my time in Europe and have, you know, persisted since. I've, I've grown with a number of those um, individuals um, and they've become personal friends. And, you know, it's, um, and obviously there's a, there's a real meaning of trust, um, that you know, everybody's working and being tra- very, I've always been very transparent. Outstanding. Yeah. And I think that that ultimately is a reflection on why this trend is actually happening. Because at the end of the day, this is a relationship business. And what people value is that relationship. One of the things that I've observed is, you know, it's more important for that CEO to know that they can trust Marty as opposed to, oh, we can trust the bank that Marty happens to be affiliated with. Right. In a lot of I won't name names, but it's been the other way around, right? Where they, um, you know, there's been, I've been brought in to sort of fix some, um, you know, client facing customer issues, right? And sort of repair uh, those relationships. And 
you know, it's all based on trust and, um, you know, and, and value add, right? I mean, everybody's got to figure out how to be most productive and how to allocate their time. And in that case, clients are king, right? Yes, absolutely. I was just curious because I noticed on your website in preparing for this call, the fact that it states uh, that one of your focus areas is artificial intelligence. And obviously, you'd have to have been living under a rock to not notice some of the remarkable developments with OpenAI and ChatGPT that have taken the tech world by storm over the course of the last several months. I'm just curious, Marty, how has Sheehan Finance been able to capitalize on that development in particular and on this incredibly accelerated adoption of consumer behavior and, and even, frankly, uh, corporate behavior uh, in in adopting those new technologies? Well, I mean, I, I would say for me, this has been a tremendous learning opportunity and coming up the curve, um, you know, starting with financial technology and now as, as you mentioned, artificial intelligence, you know, I would say that um, I, I am a consumer of information when it comes to these new areas that I haven't, you know, that I'm learning about. I'm a continuous learner. So I would say, you know, the first real example has been, I've been working with a, um, a company called MindFund Technologies, which has an artificial intelligence driven uh, digital twinning platform. Um, and if you, when I first started working with them last year, you know, the, the sort of projections have rolled forward massively and it's all a raise, a $3 million raise. That being said, you know, that's a little bit different for me also is, you know, working on these smaller situations. But, you know, as I mentioned, um, I only, I, I'm very choosy about who I work with and, you know, I believe in it. Um, I believe in the business and uh, I've been, you know, as a result of learning about that, I still have a lot to learn, but that, that's where I'm coming out. It's not only about, you know, as I mentioned, fin- the financial technology, Artificial intelligence. Another mandate I'm working on is a company called Sly uh, Beverages, which is a new vertical in the ultra-competitive uh, beverage market. It's a health drink that is um, focused on the uh, massive um, gaming market. So I've also learned about a lot about that. Um, you know, it's a blend of consumer beverages, health and wellness, uh, formed by two doctors here in Phoenix. So that's another area I've been learning about. Uh, if you look at you know the high yield market traditionally, it's been completely focused on capital intensive um, industries such as TMT and energy. Um, now there's uh, you know there's there's been um, migration of deals to um, you know to fund this to fund this new economy. It's so interesting. I, I thought we might switch gears and talk a little bit about your role vis-a-vis the deal flow product that we've launched and specifically the Finalis marketplace. I think you have the distinction of, of really being one of the OG users of the marketplace environment that Finalis has built. And you've been very active on it. Uh, you've had multiple interactions and I know that you are actively engaged in, in a number of different conversations around the formation of, of syndicates through the platform. And I'd just be curious to understand what your experience specifically has been like and where do you see the opportunity in that sort of a collaborative environment enabled by the Finalis software? Kudos to you and your team, Fed, but um, it's been a you know, wonderful uh, you know, process of onboarding and then you know, getting ramped up and helping you know, the firm grow. Um, you know, Finalis offers all the infrastructure that, um, that a banker needs and support. Support's a big thing, um, a big factor. 
Um, you know, I've always been very collaborative and cross product, cross roles, cross seniority, um, both on the investment banking side and also on the um, on the uh, buy side. And so, you know, the collaboration, cross product, and function is very important to me, uh, given that's that's my you know how I've grown up and that's that's how I you know conduct myself and. Um, you know, I have high expectations from my clients and I have high expectations, you know, to the similar um, expectations to, you know, people that I that I join forces with. So, you know, in this case, as I mentioned, I've got I have those two deals I just mentioned on the marketplace. Um, I have another um, pretty significant um, transaction in the project finance space, which uh, by the way, was uh, made, uh, which started as an introduction in between the company side banker and myself. Uh, so I've been fortunate in that way. I would say, you know, there's a very robust uh, network, which, you know, I, I believe the firm is really tapping into and uh, everyone's growing together. Yeah, I, I thought we might kind of connect that observation to what we were talking earlier about this inversion, right? Where Instead of people working at a organization, people have organizations. And I think that's one of the things that the deal flow product is really trying to tap into is this notion of, of virtual organizations that can form dynamically around opportunities. And in, in achieving that, an investment banker such as yourself is in a position to have all of the benefits of freedom, autonomy, creativity, know-how while at the same time leveraging the collective wisdom, relationships, and opportunity sets that a platform like Finalis might be able to facilitate. And I just, you know, since you've been around the block and back, I'm just curious to get your perspective on, you know, this kind of a transition, you know, starting from a larger investment bank environment and now over to, uh, you know, uh, obviously having your own independent platform, but leveraging uh, those kinds of capabilities through a business like Finalis? I think um, you hit it spot on. I think um, we've, you know, I've got a pretty unique perspective having been, you know, at starting in the boutique firm as a firm called Wertheim Schroeder, uh, which was um, absorbed by Citigroup Solomon. And then, you know, the European, the big lumbering European bank, quite frankly, and then obviously these premier um, investment banks and then uh, rolling back to, uh, you know, the more uh, boutique entrepreneurial uh, approaches. So, you know, I've had the I, I, I try to use, um, you know, everything that I've you know experienced and learned, you know, to sort of optimize where I, you know, uh, devote my time, efforts and approach. I think, you know, this is the new model. Um, I think, you know, do as the factors that I mentioned earlier you know, the moons have to be aligned to get to get uh, compensated appropriately. And there's, you know, at the at the big at the big banks. And obviously, as we've seen, you know, I don't think we've had a year um, in a long time that everything has gone incredibly smoothly um, or as planned. So, you know, I would say this independent model and the platform that that you've set up to um, facilitate all these transactions um, is, is really exciting. And I think um, I think the firm Finalis is executing it in um, in very uh, grand fashion, and uh, I think the firm is uniquely positioned. Quite frankly, I've seen some other similar platforms, and um, and Fed. By the way, I promise this is not because I'm speaking with you. I, I really had a great 
uh, experience with with you and your team. There's, I mean, there's tremendous resources from a technology perspective, from a support ex- uh, perspective. You know, with um, with the you know everybody I have worked with uh, from day one. You know, I think the uh, there's a lot of robust infrastructure um, that Finalis has built out. Compliance and you know the regulatory you know infrastructure and resources that the firm provides are you know incredibly important and uh, and very efficient and um, you know everybody that I've dealt with has been incredibly responsive. Let's face it, you know the marketplace, as far as I can tell, is is cutting edge. I think there's uh, there's about six hundred. 650, 650 deals on there and uh, you can sort them and and then the introductions uh, everything's anonymous and you know you arrange a meeting is uh, through the platform and um, and see if there's a fit and so you know I think it's interesting because whereas you know it's hard to affect change in these large larger organizations in this model where everything is you know primarily success based you know there's a constant focus on innovation and improvement and um and growth and how to make it happen versus you know what hoops you have to jump through in order to get something approved so i think you know the firm is obviously very open to ideas and feedback i think you know the um the you know we've just i just saw we've ex- we've expanded uh internationally um and and adding on um you know firms and f- from that perspective but you know, there's a high level of professionalism, and which is you know, which is what I expect. And you know, the firm's focus on fostering and encouraging business and collaboration. So you know, I'm very pr- proud to be a uh, an evangelist for the firm. Well, thank you so much, Marty. That was incredibly gracious, and you know, I could say you know, kind of speaking for Finalis, that we're thrilled to be partners with you. We feel fortunate uh, to be able to partner with you and many, many others within the Finalis ecosystem, because ultimately I think that the value that we're building is, is more than the sum of its parts. I think it's, a, it's an exponential relationship of the magic that can happen when like-minded professionals come together in a collaborative fashion to, to grow the pie as opposed to divide what exists. And so that's very much the spirit with which we're gonna continue to build the firm. Share a little bit for the listeners around what you and your plans are uh, in the remaining three quarters here of 2023. Obviously, the last you know each of the last calendar years has been incredibly interesting. From my standpoint, I've I've identified three focus areas. Uh, number one being establishing a merchant banking platform and a side pocket to invest along with these founders that I that I'm working with. As I mentioned, you know, I, I believe in the companies. I'm tr- I try to be pretty selective about who I choose to work with. A lot of these companies that I that I work with, um, you know, tend to have a you know, it, it's a meaningful um, opportunity for for everyone. So I, I I would be very interested in starting um, starting a fund like that. And secondly, I I, I think um, the rescue area and um, and sort of recovery funds. Um, could be an interesting vantage point, given that, you know, if you look at the venture space and these early stage companies, a lot of them, they were out of money as of um, as, as of Thursday, a couple Thursdays ago when Silicon Valley Bank, you know, looked like it was, you know, going to completely unravel. And I was uh, lucky enough to be at a um, venture fund here in Phoenix 
and speaking with the founder just coincidentally on that Thursday afternoon. And I, uh, you know, I saw the the uh, incoming panicked calls uh, from founders and the portfolio company management, and you know, on what to do. And I think, you know, the the days of the incremental valuation, you know, rocketing higher without any real change, you know, those days are behind us, um, at least for the moment. And you know, now these companies are going to have to, um, you know revisit their planning and, um, and and growth and being able to grow into their capital structure. And, you know, keep in mind, if these companies um, need new money, the original investors may, if they don't participate, they could get crammed down completely um, or to some extent. So I think that, um, that that's, you know, a real opportunity as far as uh, looking at a recovery or rescue fund um, platform. And, in general, I think, you know, work on bigger deals. I think, you know, this there's a real opportunity here at, you know, on this platform um, to work on, you know, pretty sizable transactions and, um, you know, keeping the eye on the ball as far as, you know, being success-based. But, you know, the collaboration is, is, is really key. And I think, you know, we're well positioned as a platform uh, to really take advantage of that. Well, thank you for sharing that, Marty. And I can just say, you know, for Finalis, you know, what what we're going to be very focused on in 2023 and beyond is really in into turning Finalis into a true revenue center for you. And we're going to be laser focused on that because I think that that is the true opportunity that's unfurling ahead of us. Uh, so we're going to be relentlessly focused on identifying all the ways in which we can uh, deliver monetizable opportunities to you. And so with that, very excited to have had the opportunity to speak with you here, Marty. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Pencil Sound podcast. And more importantly, thank you so much for your partnership over the last uh, number of months as we've been building out this incredible platform together. As I said, I, you know, Fed, I'm, I'm very happy to be part of this platform and helping it grow. And uh, I appreciate the, um, the opportunity here to d- discuss what I'm doing here at Sheehan Finance. Thank you so much. Speak soon. Thank you. Finalis is a broker-dealer platform with everything that M&A advisors, investment bankers, and placement agents need to succeed. We deliver a broker-in-a-box regulatory affiliation solution replete with tech-enabled compliance, research and analytics, deal lifecycle management tools, and a first-of-its-kind deal marketplace. Learn more at www.finalis.com. You've been listening to Pencils Down, a Finalis podcast. Keep connected with us by subscribing to the show on your favorite podcast player. If you like what you've heard, please rate the show. That helps us keep covering the latest in the private securities brokerage landscape. Thanks for listening. Until next time.